Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. Make it about more than the day-to-day work, Anne. Yeah, I think this is a really big one because a lot of times what we hear is, it's my job, right? Yeah. Um, and I go and I'm doing my job. And what you pointed out was that we spent a lot of time doing this quote unquote job. So we feel like it's just going to be a transactional thing of, okay, I show up, I do my work, I get my paycheck, I go home. What a waste of like most of your life. Yeah, I, 100%. <laughs> I mean, seriously. So you have to find a purpose that really kind of compels you to be there. And that's usually within the impact you're going to deliver. So sometimes we think about the things and you kind of say this is like, we're not saving lives here, people. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but in some aspect, you're making lives, the lives of people better. You're, you're making their, how they enjoy life in general better. And that's how we always thought about it at P&G is like, we're about improving the lives of our consumers mm-hmm. with the products that we make. Right. And so that's a really important thing to consider. And that's where a lot of people would find their purpose is in creating these products that just make people happy. That makes people feel differently about their day, makes people feel differently about other people. And that can create a really big sense of purpose. Now also within that is the culture and the brand of your business and your organization, frankly, too, which is creating a place where it's actually fun or enjoyable to actually go to work and be. And a lot of times that's the job of the manager and the leader, which is, okay, establishing this place that people actually want to work. And and again, the managers and the leaders will get to the place where they're like, I'm so busy. I don't have time. I just, I my schedule is jam-packed. Where are we going to fit in all this, this time to have these human interactions? It is so critically important to make sure that you build that time in, whether it's like having the first few minutes of a meeting just to kind of see what everybody's up to or actually having a meeting that just has that connection people can share kind of what's going on or having a lunch or having like whatever it looks like to you it is so essential to be able to kind of create that space for human connection that allows people to have a sense of belonging when they actually come to work so that you get out of that transactional environment because transactional environments lead to a very mediocre performance. Absolutely. Like nobody excels at having, you know, a, a transaction. You can be good at the skill, but nobody excels at growing the business or seeing beyond what they're doing and seeing how it interacts other with other people or other groups or how do I connect the dots and make this even bigger? Nobody's doing that if they're in a transactional job. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think it's it's so important. And, and I think, you know, we talk a lot to our clients about the importance of everything from the brand's position to the brand's purpose to the brand's character and how all of that comes to life through culture. And then the supplemental tools like the mission, vision, and values, right? Because to your point, you have to have a reason to want to get up in the morning, right? Right. And bonus points if it can be somewhat enjoyable, but always important that you feel tied to a bigger purpose or overall goal and objective than just what you do day to day. And I I always am saying, you know, work's called work for a reason, right? We have to put this within the context of it is still work. But I do think the things we're talking about here today are ways to find much more than even fulfillment and enjoyment, but just ultimate happiness, which I think is what the holy grail, if you will, is. 
Yeah, and I think another important part about that is not to take yourself so seriously. Oh, yeah. I was a big culprit of this a lot where it was like, okay, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I got to get this done, right? And if like things didn't go quite the way I wanted them to go or, you know, somebody didn't quite like it, then I tend to take it very personally, yeah. right? And yep. so that definitely inhibits the happiness of my overall experience at work. And I think we we kind of get wrapped up in those things of like having to deliver certain objectives, being so narrowly focused on delivering certain objectives that we kind of forget a little bit of the forest through the trees. And the forest is actually the people around us yeah. and the impact that we're creating beyond just delivering the thing that we said we were going to go deliver. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't take your work seriously. I mean, everybody should be taking their work seriously. We all want to do, or we should all want to do a really good job, but it's about like, you know, just kind of chilling a little bit, yeah. right? And, yeah. and not like feeling that you have to be on all the time or that work at eight hours is just like I'm at my desk and I am just grinding. grinding away right yeah so yeah you you knew where I was going with that because you finished my sentence so <laughs> I think I made my point yeah no totally <laughs> yeah which I mean our third point here really complements all the things we just talked about which is have outlets and interests other than work we talked about spending a lot of time at work we talked about ways to make that time happier for you but the truth of the matter is work can't do it all And I think that that's another misconception, but it is really unfair to expect your personal happiness and fulfillment to be the result of whatever you're doing at work. I mean, people just aren't built that way. Um, I I tend to think that some of the most interesting people are interesting because they're happy, right? But they're interesting because they're well-rounded and they have other aspects of their personality And they have things that drive them beyond just what they do from nine to five or whatever those hours look like. Um, You know, I had had some recent conversations with different folks about kind of the boomer generation, right, which is where my parents' generation is, right? And the fact that a lot of these folks were so head down working for so many years that they head into retirement and they're not sure how to find happiness or what to do with themselves. And and that's the opposite, right, purpose of this episode is to try to combat that or, or prevent that maybe for future generations. But I think it's because when you get that tunnel vision and you're working really hard, and again, Anne said it, we're not saying you shouldn't work hard. We're saying absolutely you should work hard, but it can only be one facet of your life. And so you owe it to yourself and your company and the people that have to deal with you every day, quite yeah, right. frankly, to have other things that you love doing and that make you interesting. And this is one of the biggest things that I feel like when we get younger coaching clients or as I was um, you know, managing and mentoring younger folks was there was this position that if I'm not super serious and I don't spend all my time on my job in the beginning, then I'm not totally sure that I'm going to be successful, right? Yeah, but you got to have other stuff because you're only going to be so good at that job if you have those other things. You can't, you know, hit a nail on the head until you're, you know, you have no energy left and just keep hammering home at it, right? You got to have other places where you can say, okay, I'm going to go do something where I blow off some steam or I'm going to go do something I truly enjoy or I'm going to go do something I've never done before. You have to have those other things. And it can be really hard, you know, when you're earlier in your career or when you're just maybe burnt out because you're not super fulfilled or happy in the role that you're in, it's, it becomes another thing. But what we would say is it's just, it's so important, even when you feel like you don't have it in you to do it, that those are the times when you have to do it more than any other. 
Right. And I think that's a really good point. And other people, again, will say, well, I just don't have enough time. Right. Yep. And so here's what I tell everybody. And I know you've heard me say this a gazillion times, April, but it still holds true. It's everybody asks me, what's the biggest thing I learned after leaving PNG? And I will tell you a thousand percent that I could have put in 70% of the effort and still got 100% or more of the reward. And I know that sounds very sacrilegious to say, and I'm not saying that I would have been sub-optimizing my work, but I would tell you that you know people's effort and the actual impact of the deliverable is kind of like a reverse hockey stick, right? So the first like 70% you put in, you are getting significant returns on your investment. But then we were over invest our effort in order to put in that last 10% and really, you know, or last 30%, but we're only going to get like another like 10% or 5% of the the reward, right? So it just doesn't make sense. The ROI is just not there. If that was your business, you wouldn't, you would say that that is like superfluous. We don't need it. We should be like driving more efficiency there. Do that for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Take that 30% and go find something to go do with it. You now have the energy, you should have some more time, you have the space to think about like, hey, what would I like to do? What kind of impact would I like to have? And it could be anything from philanthropy to a side hustle to, you know, helping somebody do something. It could be just playing video games if mm-hmm. that's what you enjoy. Whatever, really, you whatever yeah. yeah, whatever you need in order to kind of really just replenish your soul in order to have that energy then to go back the next day and give it 100%, right? Because... Burnout is a real, really big problem, and it's becoming a huge pandemic, especially now with COVID and some of the working from home. It's like people just do not know how to like, manage their day. Mm-hmm. Like, when does my day start? When does my day stop? My day can go 24-7 now. So you have to be more disciplined in it, but it does exist. And for high performers especially, and you know who you are, we talking, those are people are listening to this mm-hmm. podcast, you know that this is true. But it takes discipline to be able to teach people that this is how you're going to operate, which means you're not available on the weekends when people call. You're not responding to an email as soon as they send it. You're not like picking up the phone even when you said, I'm going to be on vacation, you know, and responding. So you have to have discipline in order for it to work. I always first say, take your vacation. And it always gets a chuckle. And I'm like, I know, like, and especially it's always coming on the heels of like, what's your final advice? And we've had this whole big discussion, right? And that's what I come out with, the super – quote unquote, seemingly not insightful thing. But I think that's the point of what we're saying with this point is that you have to make sure that you find ways to refill your energy, but also it's the stepping away part too. Yeah. Yeah. When you said the thing about, you know, responding to the email as soon as it comes in, like, for many, many early years of my career, I 100% believe that was the way to get ahead. Right. right. was like, be by my phone, be the first to answer, have all the answers, be the one that's there. And what I realized was that over time, I was managing only all the things, which I actually hate to do. And so I'd like self-fulfilling prophecy, right? I'd put myself in the exact position that I never wanted to be in for my job as the holder of all the things. And once I realized that it was like, oh, I have to stop doing that. I have to dig myself back out, right? But I I think that's the point we're trying to make here is like, it's actually not going to do you or anyone else any good if that's the way you operate. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website, forthright-people.com. We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts.